and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey, your host one half of the court and full of fat podcast and i'm back like i never left with another installment of wealth wednesdays here on the court and full of fat podcast we discuss health and wealth finances and fitness and everything in between and we want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best yes yes however when my coach jordan was out on paternity leave i started doing these wealth wednesdays and we get straight to the finance topics however jordan's back and now we're recording every other sunday so this upcoming sunday we will be dropping another cordon and full effect podcast and as a reminder we are going live when we do these so we'll be going live on youtube and facebook so i guess i now i gotta tell you all to like the facebook page now join that whatever it is i'm not not well versed on how the facebook page works need to get more well versed than that however my apologies because i said well wednesdays will be dropping the day after the student loan hearing occurred on february 28th so march 1st last week last wednesday but i'm sloppy and i forgot i was going to miami that same week i didn't forget i was going to miami i forgot to put it in my schedule as far as recording that i was going to miami and recording essentially on tuesday instead of wednesday because i knew i wasn't going to be packed in time and i was leaving thursday and i knew i was going to be rushing yada yada so because we left at 6 a.m on thursday so i knew i was like on wednesday i'm not gonna be able to record but i forgot to move my schedule around for that. So when I got back, was tired, my voice is gone. So what I'm going to do is essentially record today, Wealth Wednesday at night. I know dropping it late. Then I'm record again Thursday to get back on schedule because Sunday, I believe, should be our 100th total episode that we're dropping. So I think it's going to be episode technically 98 that we totally dropped. And then 99 would have technically been this week if I didn't miss last week. And then so the 100th total episode should be this upcoming Sunday with Jordan and myself. As long as we're, we're scheduled we're scheduled to record, I'm saying this, I probably jinx myself. But my apologies for that. We're going to talk about the student loan stuff today. I got another article that um, we had, I had somebody reach out to me that they wanted me to discuss. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. But again, my apologies for that. But it doesn't matter because the past is in the past and now we're about to do the student loan stuff. I'm glad they didn't, they didn't have the hearing as far as the decision while I was out and I missed it. But I also want to say, if it's your first time listening, Make sure you hit that like button, shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you share and subscribe as well. Again, I'm sideline underscore Corey. My co-host Jordan is Stop Stalling Jay. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All of our information is in the show notes on YouTube. And then Jordan's business page is finallyfit.live for his personal training information. And I did want to say, I can't remember if you said on the last Cordon Full Effect episode, but Jordan is not doing in-person training right now. So only the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday online classes in the morning. In-person training has stopped, which I should remember because I just remembered Jordan picked up a part-time job at night. So that it's kind of hard to work that in, this full-time, and a kid and being a husband. So that's on hold right now. But the virtual classes, those unlimited slots, I'm pretty sure the Zoom can hold as many people. Let me, let me find out. Let me find out Zoom's not unlimited, but definitely the Zoom classes are still open for Monday and Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. for the more intermediate advanced folks, and then Wednesday and excuse me, Tuesday and Thursday at 6 a.m. for more of the beginner people. All right. Now, some of you might have noticed the angle for those watching on YouTube. The angle might have changed a little bit. And if you listen to the last episode, the quarter and full effect episode, I got a camera. So now everything is hooked up together. So now when I share my screen, you won't see that little crappy little box on the side. It might have taken me 29 episodes plus the, what, plus the couple of quarter and full effect ones that we did. So it might have been I don't know. I started doing this and when did I move out? In May. 
So it might, it might, have, it might have taken me nine months, 10 months almost. Don't worry about that. Remind your business. But again, we're talking about the core. Excuse me. We're talking about Wealth Wednesday. We're talking about these student loans. We always talk about student loans on here. I already have a default banner for it on Wealth Wednesday. But y'all know what we're going to do. We're going to get straight to the article. And we're going to CNBC. There were, as you can imagine, there were a ton of articles. And by the way, if you didn't know, my mouse is broken as well for people first time watching on YouTube. So you're going to see it jumping all over the place. But yes, there were a ton of articles. I saw a New York Times article and it was stupid long. And I'm like, I already did a four hour live stream on student loans. So I only live stream that long once the decision comes out, if it depending on which way it goes, I guess if it goes in favor, there's really nothing to really talk about because unless they make them a, amend something to what they're proposing. But if it's against, we, we might, we probably gonna do a live stream about that. But let me go ahead and share the screen. And again, Entertain, entertainment purposes only. Anything you hear on the Corner Full Effect podcast is just that entertainment. You need to do your own research, Jordan, nor myself, or fitness or financial professionals. And after you do your Google searches, you need to hire a professional. Don't trust anything we say. Don't sue us. Sue your mama. Now, if I can actually find this this article right there, we go boom, boom. All right, so now I look all nice for those watching on YouTube. See, this is one box now. It's just nice. It's just one box now instead of two. I got everything all hooked up. Shout out to my brother Jordan for getting me the camera. Technically, I mean, we both, we both put money aside for this stuff, so yeah, it's an even wash, but still. All right, let me scroll back up to the top. Goodness gracious. All right, here we go, y'all. Supreme Court. Let me drink some water real quick before we get started. This is not going to be, a, this shouldn't be a long article, but I might have a lot to say about it. Again, Supreme Court Justice Barrett could be swing vote on Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Now, by the title of this, this is a good title because I believe the Supreme Court is 5-4 in favor of Republican slash conservatives. It might be 6-3, but it should be 5-4. But I know it is a conservative-leaning um, Supreme Court. I <laughs> insert when uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned. But this is good news for those who do want the student loan forgiveness to occur because now it's saying, hey, we're in a swing boat situation versus people like myself thought, you know, the hearing is just that for show for hearing for the hearing purposes, but it's going to get turned down. All right. And again, this is by Andy Nova. This is published today, March 8th. So again, Supreme court justice or Amy, Amy Connie Barrett is, Oh, she's conservative justice. Okay. Who seemed the most unconvinced by the plaintiff's challenging student loan forgiveness. Even Barrett finds that the plaintiffs don't have standing to sue. She had to convince another conservative justice to come to her side for Biden's student loan forgiveness plan to survive. Wow. Barrett may be able to convince just <laughs> the irony. She may have to convince Justice Brett Kavanaugh or Chief Justice John Roberts. The irony, the irony. Shout out to them. Now I got the I don't have to worry about, you know, my video for my phone being so close. My mic can be better and hopefully the audio sounds better. But what are the chances if if she has to flip Brett Kavanaugh instead of, excuse me, Justice Brett Kavanaugh instead of Justice John Roberts? If she has to flip Justice Kavanaugh, if that's who she ends up flipping to get this passed, what are the chances? Because this is not who the people who wanted the student loan, who the people who want the student loan forgiveness, they did not want Justice Brett Kavanaugh at the time, Brett Kavanaugh, 
to be elected to the Supreme Court. Remember the entire, oh my goodness. This, yeah, if this, now like I want it to go down and I want Justice Kavanaugh to be flipped just so it can be like, be careful. Because, I mean, obviously this should have been Justice Brett Kavanaugh's seat just from a, a political standpoint. Should have still been a blue seat. RGB should have, you know, retired when Ob- the second Obama was inaugurated, uh, his second term. She should have retired so that seat could have gone blue, but she waited till. Trump was elected, so y'all saw how that went down. But if Brett Kavanaugh ends up being like the quote unquote deciding vote for this, oh my, oh my, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Okay, the Brett Kavanaugh, the whole situation happened in Maryland, anyways. Regardless, the failure of the Biden administration is sweeping plan, right? They want to cancel 400 billion dollars. I also had time to watch about the first. 20 minutes or so. It was about a four hour plus hearing. I don't have time to watch about the first 20 minutes before I went to Miami. And I'm not a lawyer, but in the first 20 or so minutes, boy, were they counter punching the crap out of the general. She got for their attorney, I don't know if it's attorney general, but the person representing um, the Biden administration in this case. Now she would have some counter punches, but I mean, you could tell like, okay, I could see why these people are, you know, the top nine from you know justice standpoint in the United States because they had some straight up questions. They were very, I wouldn't say stoic, but for lack of a better term, stoic in their responses to her and their questions. And it was like, my goodness. And some some of the things she was getting counterpunched on, or she getting punched on, but she had some punches back. But it was like, oh, this is tough. Cause some questions they were asking, and this is last week when I watched them. Yeah, this my, the whole Miami trip is in my head right now. But they were asking some questions in the sense of um in short is four like 400 billion dollars is, is a lot of money and what you're saying is this should really just be in the case of like a smaller dollar amount they're like isn't 400 billion a lot like they were sort of being like rhetorical in their questions with it but you know in a very professional lawyer type of supreme court way so i was like my goodness but all right here we go faded by administration again 400 billion to sweep it again for those who don't know real quick you should watch the student loan episode that I did for all the student loan information. But they, the Biden administration is talking about doing up to $10,000 in forgiveness if you didn't receive a Pell Grant, then up to $20,000 if you did receive a Pell Grant. That's what they're discussing. In short, they have had to make some adjustments to get it to get the case up into this point. So not everyone who originally qualified qualifies, but in short, up to 10 k if you didn't receive a Pell Grant, and then up to 20 k if you did. All right. For tens of millions of Americans may hinge on the newest conservative member. This is the newest person, Justice, Justice Amy Connie Barrett. OK, Barrett was conservative justice who's seen the most right unconvinced by the fair. OK. And again, the plaintiff in this case, so the Biden administration is defendant. The plaintiff in this case, I think, is six states, six conservative states. Right. in like the I think it's Missouri, Arkansas and that area as far as those set of states. And sure, they're complaining that, you know, harm has been done to them. But one, the forgiveness hasn't gone through for the, for them to claim that harm has been done. And two, how, how can you be, quote unquote, harmed? They're co- complaining about the taxes or the loss of money. Some individuals are complaining about the fact that they may have to pay taxes. And I already went over um, in a previous episode about how much they would be paying in taxes, a couple hundred, maybe a thousand dollars. So there's not so much standing on that point as far as for those of us on the outside looking in, not, you know, legal experts but um that's in short what the complaint is about okay barrett was vocally and deeply uncomfortable oh, oh here we go here come to ads my apologies vocal and deeply uh uncomfortable about ruling that any of the plaintiffs has standing wow 
Okay, as a rule, plaintiff must first write prove that a policy would cause it. Okay, here we go talking about the injury in order to challenge it in the courts. That requirement, right, would cause them harm. So that's slightly reneged on that. So it would cause them harm. That requirement, which has been long, which has long been defined by conservative justice, especially former justice and Antoinette, it's like that might should be and, and oh yeah, Justice Scalia. Yep. Okay, I remember that. It is meant to avoid people using the legal system to fight policies they do not like or agree with. The six, right? Six, okay, so uh, six GOP, right? Less states. Okay, that's talking about against President Joe Biden's plan. Okay, they're arguing that debt cancellation are up, right? Again, up to 20K, as I mentioned, would decrease profits for companies. So if you don't know Mohila, one of the top dogs for student loans, that M, I believe. Stands for Missouri, but I'm not. I'm not even reading ahead. I'm not. I, I don't read these articles ahead of time. I I promise y'all, I did not read this last part where they're saying, "Hey, companies are going to lose money." Then that argument has been focused on the Missouri Higher Education <laughs> Loan Authority, aka Mohila. I did not read that, but okay, there we go. I'll stop talking about that. Nebraska Solicitor General James Campbell. Okay, argue on behalf of the states in front of the justice right on February 28th said Biden's plan threatened to eat away. All right, Mohila's operating revenue by as much as 40%. Why does Nebraska care about Missouri's, you know, Mohila's, you know, revenue? And then they were also, even though some of the justice in the issue is the video that I watched, it was a, it was a YouTube video, but it was all audio. So outside of a justice, uh, Clarence Thomas, and I can't remember the the um the black lady's name on there. Those are the only two people's voices I could recognize, put a name to. Everybody else, I couldn't really, I couldn't really match it. But some of them were sort of in favor, saying, "Hey, why is Missouri, you know, you know, Mohila, you know, the type of business they are, how they're registered? Missouri, the state of Missouri, who's complaining about this as far as being a plaintiff is." has always never cared about if something happens to Mohila, the company, Missouri, you know, they don't want to deal with any damages, things like that. I'm probably summarizing in a bad way, paraphrasing, but that that's the gist of it. So then, you know, why are they complaining that Mohila might lose 40, 40% revenue? That's a lot of rent and operating revenue, but I'm damn near half. All right. So Barrett seems right, satisfied again by the arguments. All right. All right. Cause then, so now Barrett asked Campbell, why Mohila itself, right? So why isn't Mohila suing? If Mohila is having issues, why is the state of Missouri suing on their behalf, right? So why is Mohila not suing to block the plan right, instead of Missouri? And that's the question that was like, that's that's a good question, right? And so officials at Mohila recently said, also too, ooh, and this is why it's like, it's good to listen to these hearings. One of the things they said is that the Mohila doesn't actually, they don't want, they don't care if the forgiveness occurs or doesn't occur occur they actually just want the student loans to start back up so they can start collecting this interest and a lot of other large student home student loan holders in short are in that boat they're just like yeah i mean they get the forgiveness they get the forgiveness but the government slash these companies but in short it has cost the government more money to have the forbearance than what it's going to cost to forgive the student loans that they're proposing so they just Stuff gets so funny, but the the student loans have been in forbearance so long, so no no interest being charged, no minimum payments needing to be made. That is cost more money than this roughly four hundred billion. So it's cost more than four hundred billion to have it in forbearance for the three almost three years now. I think when was the pandemic? Is it March sixteenth? I can't remember the exact date, but we're coming up literally on three years. I know it was March where where on um, the forbearance started. 
So the, from a month standpoint, we are 36 months in. And before those 36 months, so this was on February 28th, the government has already lost more than $400 billion due to forbearance. So if they just would have given you all the 10 or 20K, whatever the stipulation was off jump, they would have had more money. They would have they lost less money if you want to look at it that way. So that's why it's getting like, oh, this is getting like pure pure politics it's getting it's getting funny now it's getting like a clown show i mean it's to the student loan situation is a clown show but now with this hearing on wax with the supreme court it's starting to look like when they said that it was like how'd y'all they are you already spent more money and it's like maybe we shouldn't do the forgiveness now because as i've been saying this forbearance is the forgiveness and from a dollar amount standpoint it's kind of more than that all right so officials at mohila recently said it had no involvement in missouri attorney general Eric Smith's decision to sue against the program. Okay. Do you want to address why Mohila's not here? Dang, that's a this is a Supreme Court justice. Why, why isn't Mohila here? Mr. Campbell. Campbell replied, Mohila doesn't need to be here because the state has authority to speak for them. Okay. And that's what I was talking about. Some of the justices were saying, yeah, but doesn't ensure based off of the the filing from a business standpoint that Mohila has, don't y'all always in the past have said when Mohila's had any issues. You as the state of Missouri don't want to, you know, y'all don't deal with any of the damages that come with that. So if Mohila gets sued, the state of Missouri, in short, doesn't come in and like, okay, we'll pay for some of y'all money. Now y'all saying y'all want to sue for them on their behalf so they can, because they're about to have some damages on it, right? In the in a negative, like they're about to lose money versus they're being, you know, sued and they have to give out some money. All right, and then saying yeah, Bear wasn't. If this was the straight up answer. They don't need to be here because we're here on their behalf. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's a little bull job. All right, why didn't the state just? make mohila come <laughs> no she didn't she asked if mohila is really an arm of the state why didn't you just strong arm mohila and say you've got to pursue this suit many uh, commentators are asking where's the missouri sg it's like where's waldo i'm not sure what sg stands for i know ag is attorney general i'm not sure what sg is okay campbell answered your honor that's a question of state politics all right, Sugarman, law professor, Campbell fumbled to explain how a loss in revenue from Mohila. Great, this is what I'm talking about. So, how how could Mohila losing money harm Missouri? Right, the whole the whole way they're they're set up, Mohila and the state of Missouri, you know, they ain't got to deal with that as far as the state of Missouri and their losses. They don't care about it. Then then why doesn't then mind you, if Mohila, if they can't prove that the if the state of Missouri can't prove that Mohila losing money is an issue then none of the other five states mohila is not even in your state and again this is just from this particular standpoint this doesn't mean that justice is going to rule either way not trying to say like all right this is good for forgiveness folks i'm just saying like simple logic if mohila's in missouri and missouri can't prove why they should be here or why they didn't prove they should be here from and can't prove why the damages and loss in revenue is a big deal neither can other five states i believe it's nebraska arkansas might be one of the dakotas Mississippi might be in there too, but so it's those states right there. Once we get into the middle of the country, I, my brain starts getting lost. I can name all 50 states and I can put them down if I'm filling it out. But you know, look at me saving myself as I always do. I know stuff, but when I don't know stuff, this is why I don't know it. All right, Nebraska. Okay, Solicitor General is what SG probably stands for. Yeah, then I bet the Nebraska, I bet the Nebraska Solicitor General is going to be a more even more unconvincing. What do they know about Mohila? It was a mess, Sugar Missy. Sugarman also criticized the decision to have Nebraska stop Tate attorney argue the case in front of the justice as opposed to the sli- yeah <laughs> one in short the 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 main um 
piece of evidence. This is me trying to act like I was. I'm a lawyer. I, that's my initial thing I wanted to be. But in short, Mohila being hurt, losing out forty percent in operating revenue. That's the whole big issue. So if Missouri, Missouri should be the one. If you can't bring Mohila here, and whatever your reason is for that, cool. But at least you should be the one arguing for it. It's in your state. Okay, he said that that would have been appropriate because Missouri's yeah the best claim right on injury is. <laughs> okay, businesses. I I don't know what Mohila, how Mohelia Mohelia. I don't know how Mohila is set up, but if they're an LLC, LLC is state based, so literally uh, they might you know Mohila could be in other states. You can have different LLCs in each state, but if they're just in Missouri, none of the other states can claim injury because it's not even in your state. Oh, my goodness. Now, obviously, the other conservative justices don't care. It's just uh, Justice um, Barrett, and then she may possibly have to flip Justice Kavanaugh or Chief Justice Roberts. Okay, so it's just, you know, these three people out of the nine. Many commentators were asking, where's the maturity right solicitor general? Missouri Solicitor General, the SG. He said, it's like, where's where's Waldo? Plans survival depends on, right, okay, two conservative votes. So right now it must be, if there's nine, they need to get to five, four, my guess is. So right now it must be, right now it must be three, four or two, four. Must be three, four. Yeah, it must be three, four right now with three people undecided. What's three plus four? It's not seven. Must be two, four. I don't know what it is right now. Regardless. Oh, it must be three, two. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it. Here goes my math struggle. All right, this is this is when Jordan needs to be here and see that I can't do this quick math. <laughs> they must have, yeah, three people for it, right? Because they get two more votes and they'll be at five. All right, so it must be, yeah, three, four right now. Yeah, seven. Okay, yeah, two. My, oh, my goodness. Anyways, Barrett alone can't save the program. Liberal Justice, right? Elena Kagan, right? Kentanji Brown, Jackson, right? That's the person, other person I could recognize. And then Sonia Sotomayor are almost certain to vote, right, in favor of the plan. Again, they're liberal. They're essentially, on, in short, on side on the same side as uh joe biden and then they're saying on the other hand the three conservative justices right clarence thomas neil gorsuch and samuel alito are likely to vote against it he said all right so right now it's three people three three and three that are decided because of that the biden administration will likely need to convince not just barrett but at least one of the two other right okay i would mention chief roberts or justice kavanaugh my goodness Okay, if she has a fourth vote, the question is, can she convince a fifth? Politics crazy. Always remember, legislative branch, judicial branch, executive branch. The judicial branch is the one branch where we, the people, when we vote, have no direct say in. Okay, the executive branch puts those people in shout out to President Brett Kavanaugh's situation with President Trump. But and these people also have life, life is a lifetime position. Oh my goodness. If the justice ignores also too, quick point again, I just might I might call it like the messy hour, like the messy minute, right? The messy 30 seconds. What do y'all want? Right? Because this is the same, to my knowledge, this is the same Supreme Court that just overturned Roe v. Wade. So are you gonna be happy if this same Supreme Court rules in favor of the Biden administration for a student loan forgiveness? This is just a question. You know, which which one do you want? Would you rather? Okay. If the justice ignore <laughs> ignore the state's lack of standing, they risk allowing any state or individual to challenge almost any federal program, says Steve Switchin. 
law professor at the University of Illinois, Chicago. This is not, this is in no way a federal democracy. Shuin said, if the planners have a problem with loan cancellation, they should take it up through political process, right? Yeah, also, oh, is that it? Okay, that's it. Yeah, one, one big thing, when the Supreme Court rules, the highest court in the land, and it, you know, they're always, they're always may not be landmark cases as far as like a notoriety standpoint, but it's in short always a landmark decision because the Supreme Court made a decision and everybody else got to deal with the fallout for it as far as the 50 states. So, very important to see. All right, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Where am I at? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna be under 30 minutes like I wanted to be. All right, y'all, again, I could have, there, there are too, too much information out on this, but in short, as you can see. It's right. It's three three right now, right? It's saying she got. That's why I got confused when they said they need two more conservative votes because they're assuming that she's already flipped, All right? So it's four three right now in favor, and technically, you know, she, or it's three three right now, but it's four three as I was assuming. Now they're assuming she's one of these two. All right, so they're talking about Chief Justice John Roberts and then Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Again, the irony, the irony, if Brett Kavanaugh is the reason that this student loan forgiveness does go through. So I would say based off of this article, again, I'm going to listen to the hearing uh, in full um, just so I have it in my brain. But I would say based off of this article, it's closer. I, I was more like in a 70, 30, 80, 20 range just based off how the Supreme Court is set up, right? A 6-3 as far as conservatives versus to liberals. But th this seems like they weren't able to convince one conservative judge. And now, by the way, you can see <laughs> If Brett Kavanaugh was a liberal seat, remember Brett Kavanaugh's seat is RGB's seat. So if she just would have retired when Obama got inaugurated his second term, this might might have went through. And you also still might have Roe v. Wade, right? Because the liberals could have been up. Supreme Court is is not the most important one, but since it's so hard, it's lifetime as far as the seats, and only nine people up there, and their decisions have you could argue say they have more weight than any decisions they make have more weight than probably anybody. Because it's one they, they they can we have all this process with the legislative and executive branch with these laws and the president president approving them you know Congress you know trying to write up laws but Supreme Court can come and say nah bump all that this is how we feel about it. and this is only only five people got to agree on it five five individuals and that, that's about it so I would say it's more like 50 50. I would say it's more and this is Wednesday right this isn't last week I would say it's more like 50 50 right now. I can say 50-50, it goes either way. Um, one thing to remember um, as we wrap up, the student loan forgiveness, the payments as far as the forbearance, that starts back up 60 days from when the hearing ends. However, if the hearing essentially ends on June 30th or is still going on past that, the student loans will start back up 60 days after June 30th. Now, they're not scheduled to start up like 60 days on the dot. You still are going to have to hear from your loan service provider on when your student loan payments are going to start back up. So it's not saying, you know, if it if it um, whenever 60 days is from June 1st. So is that April 1st? Right. Yeah. Or no, March 1st. All right. We're, we're past that. Yeah. No, April 1st. Yeah. So if it ends April 1st, right. Or March 31st, however you want to look at it. And they start back up June 1st. That just means that's when the loan service providers can start them back up. Doesn't mean that that's exactly the date that they're going to start back up. So I believe they have to, they should, yeah, they have to contact you, I think, six weeks before they start your payments up again. So once this hearing does end, things like that, for two weeks, you may not have any communication. But after that second week, start looking through your emails, the mail for this communication on when your loan's going to start back up. 
if your interest rate has or has not changed, what your minimum payment is going to be. Some of you might be looking to refinance your student loan. So you need to start preparing for that because if this 10 to 20K, whatever you're going to get, isn't going to forgive all of your debt and you don't have the cash sitting on the side to pay off the difference, then it may be in your best interest to start shopping around now uh, for some lower student loan interest rates for those of you who got stuff really getting close to that 50k plus range if you're in that 20 you know if you're sub 50k you might if you're not not even sub if you're able to pay it off in a year or so not might might, might not be that big of a deal to refinance but if you still might have a two plus journey two plus year journey on your student loans you might want to be looking at refinancing so you can save yourself some money on the interest because it can be a, a three or four my interest rate went down almost in half i went almost from an eight to like a four so it can be a big jump as far as you know down from uh student loan interest but all right y'all shout out to the student loans shout out to my new setup shout out to my mouse not working i gotta get a new mouse when am i gonna get a new mouse hopefully soon shout out to my brother jordan for giving me the the camera so now i'm I'm fully good to go i got my my cell phone it's right here shout out to black panther background but no no more cell phone now so we're all good to go technology is all fully integrated but um yeah please please my guess is student i'm still i'm about 90 10 that student loans are starting back up this year they might not if they go the wrong way on this as far as the biden administration they might not start back up but i'm pretty sure they're going to start back up this year i'm with that's i'm pretty confident in that how the forgiveness is going to go i don't know we, we got five people who can you know mess this up you know, depending on what side you're on when I say mess it up. But when it comes to the payments start back up, eh, they're probably going to start back up this year. So for those of you who haven't, you need to start working your student loan minimum payment back into your budget if you're still going to have student loans, even if the forgiveness goes through. Start already making that payment again. That's my best recommendation. A lot of you been out here living really reckless and you're not prepared for these student loans to start back up. They're going to start back up and you're going to be upset. Inflation is, I've been told y'all to start paying these student loans before inflation was real bad. I know, you know, it was a panorama and people was struggling to get a job or get back to the same income, even though McDonald's was hiring out the wazoo. It already talked about, you know, how much minimum wage is in Maryland. But y'all need to start making your payments again if you're still going to have debt. All right. Because put it like this it's 100% chance you're going to still have student loans. If the forgiveness isn't more than or, you know, is 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 less than or equal to what you owe, you will have payments started back up. If you're if you didn't get a Pell Grant and you got more than 10K or you got a Pell Grant and you got more than 20K in student loan debt, you're going to have student loan payments starting back up. Obviously, you guys can still do the right for advanced deferment. But, you know, recommendation over here is that you still aggressively pay it off and take advantage of the fact that there's no there's been no interest for three years now. I mean, 36 months is a long time. You guys got credit for uh, all 36 of these uh, payments. These months have been on forbearance as far as towards the um, PSFL, Public Student Loan Forgiveness Program. So if you want to take that route too and apply for that forgiveness, now you got these 36 extra payments, you might want to look into that as well. All right. Uh, check out uh, Debt Free. Debt Free going to be for that. She has, she just got she got her student loans forgiven, uh, student loans forgiven, student loans forgiven a couple of months ago. And she has all the information on that. I share it every time I can. But all right, y'all. Again, 
make sure you hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. Again, we see the views going up, see the likes going up. So we appreciate y'all supporting my guy. I keep telling y'all, make sure not just not share, but tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. Shout out to my, to my man, uh, Sir Alex, comedy superstar out of Baltimore. Uh, but tell a friend to tell a friend, right? As he would always say, but yes, please, uh, snaps and laughs at the Golden Dragon off of Liberty Road. But, uh, Share this with other people. Um, don't don't leave people. Don't don't soak up all this information for yourself. Even when we do the uh, the fitness information, please please share this with other people so other people in your circle can just begin to whether you guys disagree or agree with us, but just have more information, more food for thought, so you can process, have more stuff to think about when you're processing all these different situations that are going around. I do my best to give. Right. Am, am I objective? But as objective as possible with these articles, especially when we do financial articles, these are just they're not joke articles it's about the student loans. But with like the couple articles I did about the 57 percent of Americans. Um, what is it? Uh, have a, don't have a thousand dollars, stuff like that. When we get into like the real numbers and the financial topics, I'm going to be as objective as possible and do my best to give you all as much information as I can that, you know, that I quote unquote give my clients, you know, they they still pay for information, so I can't give y'all everything. But to give y'all some different insight on what these articles are missing or stuff on social media, things like that. All right. Again, I'm Silent underscore Corey, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. My co-host Jordan and Stop Stalling J, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. His business page is finallyfit.live. His website is fine. No, his business page. His website is finallyfit.live. His business page is finally fit on. 06 on Instagram, then finally fit on Facebook. All right. All this information is in the show notes on YouTube. But all right, y'all. Again, I'm going to drop another, another episode. I might do an episode on Thursday and Friday. So I'm going to drop this one tomorrow. And then I'll record tomorrow. And then I'll drop that one. I might drop that one, I guess, tomorrow, maybe at night. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Depends on when I record it. But regardless, now I'm just rambling. This is when Jordan was like, all right, it's time to go. I hear my kids screaming in the background. All right, y'all. Remember to say more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I will catch y'all in the next one. If I can, if I can end it, shout, shout out to my damn mouse. All right, y'all, peace.